I do have to find about growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, I can respond. Are you kidding me? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for, um, everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey, everybody. It's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. And this episode is a hashtag the spill episode, which you guys know, I bring on special guests. We talk about special topics and it is so much fun. I look forward to these every single time. And, um, you know, 2020 is ending and I wanted to end with a bang. I feel like I started 2020 off with a bang on this show. I've had some great guests this year. Um, even throughout everything that has gone on. And I am, I, I couldn't honestly, like my face is going to hurt at the end of this because I'm smiling so much and I'm so excited. I have been looking forward to this episode for maybe a couple of months, maybe a few months now. Time is an illusion. I don't know. I don't know when it started, but I'm so honored to do this episode. So, okay. I'm going to give you some background and then I'm going to bring him on and we're going to talk and it's going to be epic. I really do see this as being one of my most epic episodes of 2020 and just period on this show. Um, but this guest, this guest is somebody that I met on TikTok. And this is important because I need you guys to understand the power of reaching the hell out to people showing the hell up. You know, I talk about this all of the time. I talk about it all the time. I've done episodes about it this year in depth on how to show up. And this was really important to the story. So I'm on TikTok, I'm scrolling. I see these videos all the time, different folks, right? And then you follow people, you kind of keep scrolling. I was on TikTok early. I feel I was on TikTok like last 2019-ish, maybe. I feel like I was one of the first like few in my crew that was on TikTok. Nonetheless, Nonetheless, everyone was looking at me like I was crazy, but I was on TikTok and I see this guy and I'm like, he is amazing. And I follow him. Well, fast forward maybe a couple weeks and I see him on live, right? Because you can go live on TikTok like you can on Facebook and on Instagram. So I hop on his live and I see him talking. It's like Saturday morning. I had just woken up and I'm asking him questions in the comments and we're just chit-chatting. There's a bunch of people on the live. And I asked him, I was like, oh, I'd love to have him on the show. Like, let me just see if he's even down to do podcasts. Right. So I send the note in the, in the chat and I'm like, Hey, like whatever. Hey, I want to know. And he was like, and he sees it and he's like, yes, Whitney. So I'm down. And then he checks out my profile right there. And he's like, what? You're a black woman. You're a businesswoman. Like, let's talk. Let's talk. Right. He went out of his way to say that and to like put that out there. And I was like, yes, let's do it. So I DM him. We start calling and texting. Like we spent hours on the, like, this has become like this whole love story. Right. We end up meeting in New York City this summer when I happened to have gone up there for like a getaway weekend. Uh, I, I think we were in Brooklyn and took the train. Like he met up with me and my friend. Like it was insane. It was insane. We had a cocktail. We talked about his book that was coming out. And now the book is out and we're going to talk about it. He's going to read some of his actual words from the book. And Again, like my face, I'm still like actually smiling. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to make sure you have your phones out, by the way, because I want you to follow him on social if like by some weird reason you're not. So he's on TikTok and he's on Instagram as at Authentic Burns, B-E-R-N-S. You've got to follow him. 
Make sure you're following and you're subscribed, whatever, whatever. Check out the link in his bio because we will be talking about his book. If you click on the link in his bio, you'll see he's got some other stuff going on. He's got his merch link. If you click on the merch, he's got the book, Soaring, Soaring Bird, at the top. Get your book copies. We will be doing a giveaway, just FYI, but get some for your friends. The holidays are coming. And then he's got like swag and like all kinds of merch in here. So just make sure you're following him on both. So Bernard is, he's so many things. Um, I, I would say through and through, he's 100% an artist. 100% an artist. He is somebody who is full of love and talks about love a lot. Um, and I love that about him. He's a motivational speaker, as you will see. And he does a lot of different like healer type work, right? He does poetry, which you will see. And he's an intuitive tarot reader, which is also really, really, really fun. So he's based out of New York, which you know, you'll know you also be able to see or hear. Um, but without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Bernard Velasquez. Hey. Hi, love. Oh my goodness. Hello. <laughs> that was quite the introduction. I was blushing the entire time and I was like, oh my God, I kind of felt like I was on a movie set almost or like yes. a TV set, like an Ellen or something like that, or an Oprah, Tyra. I don't know. Oh, I miss Tyra's show. <laughs> right. It was really fun. Like Tyra's talk show was so much fun and I felt like it was very down to earth. So it was like my vibe. But that's why I also vibe with you so much is because I feel like you have that down to earth vibe. And I'm like, oh, I like Yes. It. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm really glad that we got a chance to like sit down and it's really, it's really cool. I think it's fun that we got a chance to meet this summer um, just kind of randomly. And what did we do? We went to the... Um, what part of town were we in where we saw the Black Lives Matter mural? Um, we were, okay, so where we saw the Black Lives Matter mural, I'm not exactly sure. I want to say that was possibly Crown Heights. Um, it was definitely in Brooklyn. Um, I remember where we were by Williamsburg Bridge. That's where we That's went right. to afterwards. Um, yeah. Which also was a thing. So we ended up having our moment. Which is also crazy because I still was like, you're the first person I saw in quarantine because I legit told all my friends for months. I was like, no, I'm not leaving the house. No, I'm not leaving the house. I would not leave the house. And then you were like, hey, I'm coming to town. And I was like, okay, girl, where do you want me to see you at? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. And I felt bad because, you know, it it was my friend's birthday. And he had to work up north and it's only a four hour drive. It's actually a little less than that. And so we went up there and I was like, you know what, let's make a weekend of it and hang out. And I have, you know, other friends in New York who I really wanted to see. And I couldn't because a lot of them were very much like, girl, we're staying in. Like, I cannot afford to get sick. Like, this is not happening right now. Like, we'll see you on FaceTime. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. You know, we chilled out. We did a lot of walking. Um, but I was glad I, I did get to do kind of one you know, really fun thing with a friend out there because it, New York has changed. It, it was, I've been, you know, a million times and it's just, it's so different now. And I don't know how it's, you know, what it's like living there full time, but it's definitely different. So to get out, it was really special. Oh no, absolutely. New York is completely different. Even like when you came, New York felt so different outside than it did us like four months prior to that, three months prior to that. 
Yeah, no, I bet. And in DC, Maryland, Virginia, it's been, you know, it's been kind of crazy. Um, but I'm glad that you were able to come out. We had fun. We took pictures. We bit, we did some shopping. We bought some stuff for some black owned businesses downtown and that yes. was really cool. Um, and then, yeah, we had a drink and then we, we all went home. Um, but I wanted to, it's, it's crazy because I remember sitting there with you at that restaurant outside with our little drinks and the popcorn, the truffle popcorn. And you were literally like, right at the cusp of dropping this book and right into, I could see you, like I could see you visually in my head about to just drop this gem and, and kind of just take this big leap of faith. And then just this love project, right? I mean, this seems like a project you've been working on and you were pumped. I remember talking to you on the phone about it. So tell us about what that process was like of just having these ideas, having these poems, having these words that you wanted to share, organizing them, and then kind of putting them in this package that you wanted to offer folks? You know, it was one thing to put it together, but I will say it's a completely different thing to release it to the world. So like having that moment with you um, and your friend that was there was like, holy shoot, because legit, I wanted to drop it and I was ready. And what you said is so spot on. Um, but I, 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 there was something that I was missing. There was a piece of information that I was missing. There was a piece of advice. There was, a, there was something not happening, which is why I couldn't let it go. But I knew, and now I'm confident enough and I'm humble enough to say that I was so scared. And even now I'm still scared about a lot of things. Like I was so nervous even before, like even coming on here speaking. But, you know, I was so scared. And having your friend say to me, do not let your vision and what you, um, the way that you plan it to come out, hinder you from being able to succeed because, um, and he didn't say it in this way, but that's how I took it. But because the divine is trying to set something up for you. And if it's, if your way is fighting against fate or the way that it's naturally trying to play out, then let it just play out and see how it goes. And cause it's like, and when he said that at that point, I was like, uh, fear. That's the, that's, that's what it is. It's fear. Um, but it, it's been, this whole process has been such an exciting journey. I say exciting because I see what's going on in the world and I'm not um, detached from it. I'm very much so a part of it. And my, my placement within it has fluctuated with where I stand within the sea of what's happening. Um, but I started putting this project together in quarantine. Um, I got to a place where I realized I had all this work and I was getting, um, these suggestions from people on TikTok to put together, um, to, to deliver a book. And I wanted to deliver only because I realized there were so many people who were asking for this. And my thing is, it's about the we. Um, and I'm here for the collective. I'm trying to fight for the collective. I'm trying to show up for the collective, um, which I understand that it may come off to some as like, well, what about yourself? What about you? Like, are you now just giving yourself up for others? But when I say it's about the we, it automatically ties into me because I feel like for me to think that it's just about myself or to focus on just myself and think that even focusing on me doesn't pertain to the collective. Um, 
would be doing myself a disservice or would be also like not really me looking at the whole picture. Cause I feel like I believe in the fact that I have ancestors who came before me and they put in a lot of work for me to be able to be here today, to be able to say what I'm saying, see the wisdom that I have that I know does not all come from me. Um, and be able to help me in my life and be able to guide me and, and take me down certain roads so that way I can learn specific lessons to be able to connect with certain people, to be able to deliver certain messages, to then be able to help who I help. Um, and that's why I say me taking time to do things that might even be focusing on me is for the we, because if I got me together, then I'm able to be able to deliver me to the we. Um, and so, which is ironic, because I also have a poem called We that's in the book. Um, (laughs) love it um but yes so this um it's been an exciting journey because i've been able to see throughout the last several months since uh march if you will um i've been paying attention i've been minding my business but in everybody else's as well and (laughs) with that i have been able to scope what this world is missing and what i've also been missing And they always say, you know, we hear it often, you know, be the change that you want to see in the world. But I'm actually trying to put some like some belief behind it and some faith behind it. And I'm like, no, that actually is true. Like if you want to see something, be it. And it's only so that you could actually um, start to feel, walk, do, think, speak everything in that way of what it is that you want to, uh, to see. So that way you can manifest it. You can bring it about. You can birth it. Um, because we are all creators. The creators made it us. So that means that we are also creators. We're just many creators. So why don't we take, you know, our abilities and go ahead and create what it is that we want to see. So that's basically like what I'm doing. Um, and I want to create a world that is full of love, that is full of openness, that is full of people um, feeling comfortable being vulnerable, having the space to be vulnerable. Um, I want people to be okay being themselves. I want people to be all right um, expressing themselves as they see fit, even if it doesn't make sense to them. I want them to be comfortable in a world that allows them to explore and find that stuff out. And without having certain parameters um, be your identifiers in order for you to be qualified to explore. But yeah, so that it, it, that's why it has been an, um, an exciting journey creating this, this, this work of art that I feel like it is to me because even when I read it, I get excited. Um, but it it was it was also therapy um, because I was able to heal writing um, a number of these pieces. It was also an awakening moment for me as well because um, I was able to see a version of myself that I didn't recognize before. Um, it was also a growing moment and a stepping stone for me to recognize the power that I possess, the gifts that I possess, um, and to develop a confidence in myself as well. And confidence is key, right? Especially when we're doing stuff that's a little scary. So I, um, I'm, I'm really glad that we met up that day. Obviously it was, it was supposed to happen. And, um, even my friend being there and, you know, him being the reason why I went up there in the first, like all of that, like, it's crazy how things interweave and how they kind of manifest. And I'm glad I knew something happened that day at, at the, at the cocktail dinner side table thing that we were at. I knew something happened because you said it. I mean, we walked away and you were like, ah, and I could see it. I could see the determination that, you know, you had and and, you know, you can tell when there's a light bulb on and I saw the light bulb literally turn on for you. 
And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to see what happens next. And you said you were going to do something. And I think it was, you were going to start organizing some stuff or you, there was something you were going to do. And then the next morning you did it. And what's crazy is you, you did it. And then you went live early in the morning, like you said you would. And on a weekend after being out and I jumped on the live cause I was getting ready. I think we were packing up to leave and, uh, I get on the live and I look and I see one of my, my, uh, sister's friends is on the live and you gave me a shout out and you're like, Oh, I'm ready. Whitney, uh, she's on the live. Hey girl. Hey. And everybody <laughs> was like, Hey Whitney. And then Devin, my sister, Elisa's friend, um, is like, what Whitney, how do you, how do what, what, what is going on? So, and then he calls me and he's like, how do you know Bernard? And I was like, Oh girl. Well, and we go back and forth, but it was literally like stuff like that happens. And we think that it's accidental, but it's not. And, you know, we have to follow this, you know, kind of imaginary yellow brick road that's, that kind of just like appears as we go. And as we take those steps of faith, you know, as we step out on faith, the the road will meet us. Um, and I think that's, you know, 100% what happened that night. It was so much fun. And now to be here with this book, right, you have this book and you have all these different entries. And, um, and I remember when we spent, you know, four or five hours on the phone that night and you were like, Yes, I've got it, but it's it's not really done yet. It's it's so close. It's so close. It's so close. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yes, it's almost done. It's almost done. And and now it's done. And it's crazy how you know it's taking that step of faith, stepping out on a dream, on a vision, having the courage to do so, and then kind of trusting the process will lead you to so many interesting places. And I don't know if anybody knows that. I mean, we'll talk about TikTok in a minute, but I've just I've seen you kind of grow so much. And it's, it's really fun to be a part of, of somebody's journey in that, in that way, seeing them blossom and have these light bulbs and follow their own yellow brick road. That's kind of why I have this show is to kind of highlight, you know, people in my network and what they're doing, because everybody knows somebody who's doing some dope stuff. Like we all know somebody, we all have somebody who inspires us, whether they're in our social circle or not, we all have somebody and um, we all look up to somebody and it's nice to kind of actually sit down and have a conversation with those folks. And that's what the podcast kind of allows us to do. So I really, really, really want you to share some of the words, some of the, some of your favorite poems or things that you think uh, the audience might like. Um, I know you have a few and what we might do is take one of them and, and literally start the episode with it. Um, we could do that. And then you can read uh, one. Now we'll talk about it and read another one, but yeah. What do you, what do you have for us today? Um, I have three poems in the book that I would love to read for you all. And then if we have the time and you're down for it, I have a special one that is not in the book, but I just recently started a series and it is probably one of my favorite poems that I think I've written that are most recent. And then also a part of this new series. It's an online series that I'm doing. Perfect. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Okay. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Okay. So this first poem that I'm going to be reading, um, I chose three different poems that I'm going to be um, speaking about today that are from the book that um, touch on different aspects of identity, if you will. Um, so this first one that I'm reading actually touches more so on um, on this human experience, if you will, living in this physical plane, living on this physical plane, um, being in a space, You'll you'll catch it hopefully, after I read it. Okay, let me read it first, though. She is called 349. By the way, I do say she a lot as um, the pronoun I choose for even, like, things, inanimate objects. 
um, or topics or anything of that sort. I will say she often. So if I'm saying she and there's no person that we're talking about, I'm talking about the thing in particular. She being the poem. Um, But yes. So this is 349. 349, nothing on my mind. Chirping conversations floating through the sky. Talking about what? I will never know. But to experience the exchange. I think it made my bulb glow. Not searching for anything other than what's for them. Singing their sound. Yes, there's an intention. To connect with who is meant to comprehend. Seems like nature is teaching us how to win. Because when you go for that which is for you, an authentic connection is what will ensue. I didn't notice this at all before. Like all epiphanies, you just had to walk through the door. For it's not that it wasn't in your face. It always exists between time and space. But to notice what you didn't once before, it requires a leap of faith. So open the door, cross the threshold, and you'll see the revelation that was always meant to be. Always a lane has been created for you. The only one that can walk in the leader's shoes. Step into your power authentically. There you will find your divine energy. Yes. Thank you. I love it. Your reading voice, it, it's its almost melodic. It is melodic. I mean, you really could just. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wish we had video for this. Um, I wish we had video for this because it's just, it's so cool. It's so cool hearing you. Um, and I've. Guys, if you're not on TikTok, just get on TikTok. Just download the app, okay? Just download the app. Add Authentic Burns on TikTok. And just go through some of his videos. He posts some of them on uh, Instagram as well, if like you really like are against downloading another app, which I know some of us, due to storage issues, um, are, are at that point. However, it's worth it. Um, but these... <sighs> I love it. These words, these poems, these just these thoughts almost, right? These thoughts, these feelings are they're so interesting. And and it's a really cool way to connect. I've always been into poetry. Mm-hmm. Um actually I'll have to send it to you. I don't know if you heard it, but back in uh is it April? April was National Poetry Month or something. Yes. I had like a ton of people from this show who had been on the show get together and recite some of their favorite poems. And it was one of my coolest. And I had this idea so randomly and it worked out. It was really cool. So if you guys haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it um, because it was really cool hearing people recite some of their own poetry and then poetry that really inspires them. So I think it's so beautiful. I think it's so beautiful. I would love to hear that. I have to, um, I have to go back and watch that or listen to that one because I don't think I have. Um, And I love hearing poets in particular i love Mm -hmm. to hear poets um recite other people's poetry um especially if i've already heard the 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 author of that particular poem already recited Mm -hmm. um it's very intriguing to hear how the words come out um the inflection the tone the the story even the energy that comes out with it it's 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 interesting i like that is interesting that makes me want to read one of yours when we go live on instagram Maybe next week. So we may yes. have to do that. That'd be fun. That'd oh be my fun. God, please do. I would love it. Because as you, um, the thing is, I, uh, I pick up on energy. So that is one of, uh, I mean, I'm an empath. So um, I pick up people's feeling, but at the same time, I could also, um, I feel the energy that's in the room. So um, I could even like hearing someone speak my poem or say my words, I could almost like, feel what it does for them, what feelings it brings about for them. And it's really intriguing to like 
uh, to feel, to experience, to hear. I'm like, oh my God. And I say intriguing so much because like every experience is different. And the way that I hear from different people, depending on what I'm listening to, it's, it's all different. Um, especially like one of my favorite poets is, um, one of my favorite poets is, um, Maya Angelou, um, Jill Scott, Lauren Hill, um, Lucille Clifton, and being able to hear poets recite their poetry. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. I can't. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. You are one of those poets listening to you read it. And it, it is, it's so cool. It's like, it's magic. It's magic. And it's like butter. So it's like butter. It is like butter. And I love butter, but it, it is, it's so cool and so smooth and so much fun. Okay. So now I want to hear another one. So are you ready to do another one? Yes, I am ready to do another one. Um, this next one that I'm going to tap into is going to be, um, it's called Nine Lives. And this is more so getting into um, the spiritual aspect of myself. Um, and this poem ironically came out just like on its own. Like it was just, it, it just, it automatically just started flowing from my pen. And I was like, okay, okay, work. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to just keep going. I'm going to just keep going. And it probably came out within about like 30 to 45 minutes or so. Um, but it was just, it kept, it kept developing. So I just kind of kept going and I didn't know when it would stop until it stopped. And then I was like, oh shoot, this is fun. But that happens sometimes. Um, some of these poems also have been written in my sleep. So I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll write them out. And then I'm like, okay. And then I'll go back to bed. (laughs) That's so cool. Um, but this one's called Nine Lives. Pretty sure I got nine lives. It's possible I've lost my mind, but something tells me this ain't my first time. Have you ever just known something, can't explain it, yet you feel it all through your vibration? Start to question yourself, how can this be true? Never had this experience, but somehow know what to do. Me too. I've, in the beginning, felt kind of crazy. Deja vu had me feeling like I was blazing. If you don't know what it's like to live a day playing out from the movie from your dream state, you might not know exactly what I mean. It's like a preview to life next scene. Yeah, kind of uncomfortable in the beginning, getting used to it by the minute. Had a vision. I think I know my life's mission. Pretty sure I got nine lives. Was talking to the divine. Felt like we knew each other a long time. But how is that when I'm only 29? Spoke to each other like we've been family. Conversations got me feeling like happy feet. Welcome back, Baba. And then it hit. An embrace I didn't know to exist. Familiar, warm, and genuine. Full of light, love, and sentiment. It's getting blurry in here. What's going on? I think my spirit is hearing a different song. Bringing a joy my body don't comprehend. Got me laughing, crying, and laughing again. Wonder if this is what it's like when you step into the light. Spirit taking flight, free like an owl in the night. Something tells me I know exactly what this is. Dual spirit just whispered it in my ears. I've returned to them from which I came spiritually, but feel it in my body all the same. Pretty sure I got nine lives. Spirit has been here before my time. There's a reason I chose this body to enter. Sounds like they're calling me a healer. Use your light. Free your kin from the darkness. It's a mission you started, but in this life you're going to help solve it. Don't know about my past lives. Unsure if I'm close to nine. No matter the time, I'm going to listen to the divine because my people deserve to be free from the chains holding us systemically. There's a possibility I could not succeed. But we are nature people, so I'm a plant the seed. Because only with perseverance will we ever be free. Yes. I'm like snapping over here on you. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. That's one of my favorites. I wrote that poem and afterwards I was like, oh my God, bro. Holy shit. I think that was dope. <laughs> I'm with you. And I've heard you, I've heard you recite that one. I think it was on, um, if it was, t- I don't know where I've seen you talk about that one, but I've seen you recite that one and it is so beautiful and it's so much fun because you know, there are layers and one of your, so you have a tagline essentially, right? With some of your, your TikTok videos. Can you share with the folks who have not seen you what that amazing tagline is? Cause I got to tell you, that's one of my favorite things about everything that you do. <laughs> that tagline is, I said, self, myself said, sis. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. And it's, it's, I don't even know where to start. So you, you've got to watch. This is something that I can't, you have to watch the videos because each video kind of, it's a different conversation. So explain what these conversations kind of are, how they kind of start, because you're essentially saying, you know, I said to myself, right? So explain us a little bit what, what this really means. Yes, of course. Um, okay. So I said self, myself said sis. Um, wow. Okay. So first of all, this came from, it originally developed from Tyler Perry. And that is because back when I was like, I was what, this was when I was 12. I was 12, 13, 14, around that age, somewhere in there. And I had saw my first Tyler Perry play. And there was a moment in the play. And I think it was, I could do bad all by myself. And Tyler Perry said in this play, um, or it wasn't Tyler Perry's character. It was um, it was David Mann. I think that's his real name. In real, um, I think that's his uh, his birth name is David Mann. Um, and his character is Mr. Brown. And he was like, I said, self, myself said. <laughs> and I thought that it was absolutely hilarious. Now, why this came out of my mouth with me making a TikTok video on my like third glass of wine um, I have no idea, um, but I was dressed in an outfit and it, this was for a friend of mine who is from London and she was like, Bernie, she was like, I would love to do um, the dog brush challenge and I would love to have you in it and I want to have my friends from around the world. And I was like, okay, mind you, she texted to me. So I just tried to say this in her voice, um, but that's also just because I love playing with accents. Um, however, I was already dressed for the Don't, Don't Rush Challenge, which I had just finished. And then I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood to just make a video, girl. Like, I haven't been in clothes in a minute. I've been in pandemic mode. I've been in nothing but sweats, sweaters, crop tops, you know, and, uh, you know, undergarments for just months now. Forget it. So I made this video and I was literally trying to make it drinking a glass of wine. And I didn't realize that I kept drinking the glass of wine as I was making the video. So I had to keep really refilling the glass. And I got to the third glass and I was like, okay, girl, just make the video at this point. Cause I think you're drunk. And, and I wasn't, I was just a little tipsy. Um, but she was up there. She was elevated. Um, and so the, I said self and myself said sis, I love saying the word sis. It just, it brings it more so to, for me, the word sis, it's, creates an environment of we're about to talk, we're about to get into it, but we know one another spiritually, even if we don't know each other on this plane. We know each other spiritually. Why? Because we come from the same source. But we're going to have some real conversation, you know? Um, Myself said sis also is me talking to myself, but it's me talking to myself for the collective. But it's you guys experiencing me having that conversation with myself, but in the public. So that way you can see 
that a lot of us go through a lot of the same things. We just don't mention it to one another because we, um, we've got accustomed to this life of, of being hidden, hiding our true selves, hiding our honesty, hiding what we really want to say. Um, prime example, how are you? I'm fine. No, you're not. You're actually in shambles. Why are you lying? But we don't think of it as a lie, but it is a lie at the end of the day. Um, even if it's little, small, big, whatever we want to say, but it is a lie. Um, and we already know how big and little got us confused because big and little sins, but we won't go there right now. However, that all ties into it. So I'm like, I don't want to, I, I want to be real. I want to be honest. And my name is Authentic Burns. So I'm like, let me try to be authentic. Let me, let me put out what it is that I want to see. And that's how I'll get more comfortable being my authentic self. And then like, I ain't got no choice but to just be the authentic me. And I've gotten to a space where like, I'm learning that person more and more and more. And there's a lot of different layers. And that was another thing where I was like, okay, boom, I found who I am. Oh, boom, I found who I am. Boom, I found who I am. No, I didn't, girl, because there's many layers to me. I'm multifaceted. I'm pretty sure my spirit has not been here just once. I've been here before my time. So I have a lot to get to know. Um, and so myself said, this is me allowing myself to take a moment to step outside of my body, step outside of who I am, um, or just one version of myself and be like, boom, I'm gonna look at the collective. I'm gonna look at every aspect. I'm gonna look at the multifaceted being, and I'm gonna approach you from a certain aspect. So it's basically me allowing myself to divide my character or divide my essence or my being into a fragment. So that way I can then communicate, um, and, and converse with all of us, all that makes me, me. So that way I can make sense of it. Um, but then also so that way I can present it to you guys and you can kind of see it. And I've been noticing that people and I, what I noticed from the very first video that I did was that myself said sis um, had people looking at themselves. And I was like, oh, whoa, hold on. This was an accident. And this was literally only came about from me improving and feeling a certain type of way um, about myself. But y'all picked it up and was like, oh, no, I see me in this. So people started making themselves myself and started making themselves cis and was like, ooh, I'm making myself cis or a part of my consciousness is cis. And I'm like, oh, there's mo- there's a lot of different sides to us. So one of your sides could most certainly be cis. And people were like, could I please have a, a part of my subconscious be cis? And I'm like, absolutely. Cis is who you want it to be. Cis is for me who she is. But for you, she can be something completely different. And that is okay. Um, and you have every right to make her that, you know, but sis doesn't have a name. She's just sis. She has a personality. She has characteristics, you know, um, and you give her that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love sis. I love the way that you say it because it's, it's, for me, it was immediately recognizable, immediately recognizable where I could see sis in me and under, I just understood and it clicked. Um, and I like the fact that, you know, I love sis, I use bro in, in a very uh, similar kind of context, just, you know, kind of just talking to folks and, and it, it's an exclamation and it's this and it's that. And it's, it's, it's interesting, but the videos, and I actually found one, I found two that you have on your TikTok that are my favorite. Um, can I play one for people real quick so they can hear it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm going to play this one. And by the way, this this outfit is everything. People, I'm just going to save it and then I'll put it on my story so people know what I'm talking about. So if you're listening to this, first, just you're going to have to scroll because there's a lot of videos, but you'll find it, right? Just go through, listen. A lot of these videos are really, really good. Um, and you'll click on the one that I think you'll probably need to click on just because like, you know, subconsciously you'll click on the right one. But I will also put some of these, some of my favorites on my story 
throughout the week. So you can start to see some of my favorite ones that resonated with me. Um, but definitely I encourage you to go through his page and see which ones, you know, work for you, which ones you like, you can save them, you can um, heart them and kind of go back to them whenever you need that inspiration. But this is one of my favorites. I'm going to play it real quick. So I wake up this morning and I said to myself, I said, so myself said, sis, I told a girl, I kind of just feel like I'm stuck. She said, so you've hit a wall roadblock. Feels like a stop in your clock. Here's a suggestion. Change your perception. You can learn a different lesson. How about we use this as a moment of opportunity to appreciate all the work you've been doing? Maybe this breaking your journey was by grace. When was the last time you took a moment to give thanks? A thank you to you for all the work that you do. A thank you to your ancestors for keeping you together. A thank you to whoever it is that assists you with your business. That moment of gratitude could make all the difference. In addition, try not to be blinded by your mission. Tunnel vision got you using less than 20. You're going to miss it. Through the wall is not the only way forward. How about you look around for some help to go over it? Or take a few steps back to get a clearer picture? Or look in your toolbox for a way to dismantle this fixture? You might even have to turn around and go back and acquire what you missed the first time on this track. My point is, there's many ways to view the wall, either as an impediment or a means to help you with your cause. So I love that. I love this so much. It's such a good <laughs> reminder. And it's, there's so much in there. It's only a few seconds, right? It's under, I think, a minute. But there's so much. And that's why I think, you know, poetry, I think spoken word really of any type, it's so powerful because it really does hit home if you really truly allow it to and you listen to it and it resonates with you. So one of my favorites, I could sit and just kind of go through and do more. I won't do that for the sake of time. I recommend everybody listening, go through, find some that you like, save them and listen to them when you need that push because it really, <clears throat> I feel, it really gives you the reminder that I think we all need um, every so often when we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling stagnant, when we're feeling um, lost or alone or um, sad, right? We've had a lot of emotions this year, this week, this day, this hour. Um, how do we manage all of that? It's important. Um, right. So great. Thank you for explaining that. Um, that is on a tote, by the way, if you're into swag and you're, and you like that phrase, like I do, you can buy a tote that literally says it's actually really cute. Check out the link in the bio on Instagram over at the, um, authentic burns site and get yourself some swag. Uh, there's more swag to come. I'm excited. If you're liking the poem so far, definitely get a book. Um, I think it's a great book to kind of keep on, you know, I have books all over my apartment. Um, it's a great book to put on your coffee table, to come to put next to your bed, put it on actually on your book shelf or bookcase. Um, and I think it's just a really good addition to have. So I wanted to plug the book again. Um, uh, it's for sale now you can get a copy and, um, okay. So I know you have one more and then I want to ask you some questions about, I guess, what's to come in 2021 and kind of how you're ending 2020. So we have one more. Um, and then as we close, close out, Right. As we close out the episode, we'll do something from your your latest um, your latest series, which I'm really excited about. So, yes, are you ready for your third one? I am. Yes, and this is actually the first poem that I wrote for the book. Nice. Okay. Okay. Ready. <clears throat> so this poem is called "We," W E. Six feet, pearly teeth, curls on fleek, and all the cakes to eat. Baby, don't be confused. I'm talking about bee. Yes, you heard me correctly. They call me honeybee because I taste so sweet. Substance is rich and thick like this body you see. But that's not all about me. Black is me. 
Queer is me. Strong is me. Resilient. I know you see. Caring is me. Loving is me. A nurturer to those I meet. Bathroom empty. Just the mirror in me. Don't think I've seen me so thoroughly, but I love he that's looking back at me. Been through a lot, you see. Haven't always loved me, but history has taught me that love rain down on me. Naturally, because we're a nature people, you see. Let's not pretend the golden hour has anything on we, the ones who glow so effortlessly. Now, this may have started about me, but it ends with we, because if it wasn't for we, then me couldn't be so free. So, my, so to my community, I say this. Be free. Be who you want to be authentically. Yourself in these streets, because they ain't got shit on we. The ones captured who broke free from the chains put on so happily on a people out of jealousy. Unique is we, intelligent is we, royal is we, with crowns that defy the laws of gravity. Mm. More snaps. And we got you to sing. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, I forgot they're singing in this. Oh, no. But okay, it's fine. That part makes me nervous, but it has to go that way. But I'm looking forward to hearing, hopefully at some point in life, somebody else say this. And then they sing it and I'm like, Boom, that's how I wanted it to sound because that's a Jill Scott line. Jill Scott is my favorite poet, my, my favorite lyricist, one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, and I like, yeah, she was speaking to me heavy when I was writing this poem. I love Jill Scott too. Yeah, her, her energy is insane. Um, Ooh, yes. Insane. And I mean, I just, so Chelsea Handler did a, an episode on her show like I don't know, years ago and she had Jill Scott um, featured and they had dinner at this, you know, big dinner, kind of like intimate dinner setting. And it was her and it was Chelsea Handler, Jill Scott. I think uh, Wiz Khalifa was there. What? Um, Shania Twain was there. And what? Yes, yes. And somebody else was there, some some white guy, I can't remember. But it was hilarious because, you know, Chelsea smokes and right. Wiz Khalifa definitely smokes. And at the time, what? I think Wiz, Wiz had his own, like, he has, he has his own shit, right? His own, like, marijuana stuff. And Chelsea was, you know, getting into it. She's been researching and developing and doing her thing. But, you know, she smokes. And so they're at the dinner table and Wiz starts rolling up, right? And he rolls up and he literally passes it. There was somebody else at the table, though. Damn, I can't remember who else was at the table. Um, but he passes it around, right? And Shania looks at it. <laughs> She, she wouldn't do it. She wouldn't do it. She wouldn't smoke, but it looked like she kind of was thinking about it, but like she wouldn't do it. Um, but they passed it to, uh, to, to Chelsea and then Chelsea and then uh, they passed it to Jill. And, and it was just, it was such a beautiful moment to see, you know, all these people together at this table discussing things. And she's just, she's so versatile and she's so, I'm like, damn, I wish I could sit at the table like that and just have dinner and smoke with Jill Scott. How cool would that be? It would be incredible. I just, yeah, I love her so, so, so much. I am manifesting that moment. I Mm. really, truly am. And I am, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that because now I'm going to go hunting and I'm going to go look for it, especially because I (laughs) need to be able to see Chelsea Handler and Joe Scott in the same setting because I don't know how that would go, but I feel like it would be comedy. Um, But Jill Scott is one of the most miraculous like she's one of the most miraculous people on this planet. Um, and 
just the way that she speaks, the way that she sounds, the way that she, it's her energy that she delivers with what she has to say. Um, and she's one of the realest human beings that I've encountered. Or, and I feel confident in my reading abilities. And if I was just completely incorrect and off about Jill Scott, it's fine. I'll take it. But I feel like there is, there's a realness. There's a, there's a real love, genuine aspect about Jill Scott. And Jill Scott understands sensuality. She understands sexuality, but I feel like she also understands sensuality. And it, oh my God, like I just, I could talk about Jill Scott all day. Like Julie from Philly, oh my goodness. Like she truly just, her and Lucille Clifton and Maya Angelou take my writing and I feel like they really evolve it and they allow me this, the, the comfort to dig into my, uh, my intuition and my subconscious and they allow me to dig into my pen and let it just flow. And they make me feel, they, um, they allow me to feel comfortable. Sometimes I really feel like Maya Angelou is just like sitting in my, in my room sometimes when I'm writing and she's like, it's all right, baby, just write, just do you, just go, come on, I'll edit it afterwards. Um, but yes, yeah, yes, no, I'm, I'm with you. And what I, I want to say on that too, is I feel like you, you really embody and appreciate the, I think the black divine feminine a lot. Um, I think, you know, obviously the divine feminine is the divine feminine, but I think, um, you, you, you appreciate the richness and the depth of the divine feminine and, whatever that means to you. I know that means different things to different people, but I just, I love that about your style and and how you show up. You've done odes to to black women specifically. And I, I think that's, I think it's really telling. And I think it's really cool that, um, you know, you're not just talking about, you know, kind of one thing or, you know, you're one sided where you kind of talk about the same, you know, two or three things. You're pretty multi-dimensional and, well-rounded in my opinion with the things that you talk about. Um, and what I like too about it is that you balance the masculine and feminine. I feel a lot um, energetically and just in general. And I feel like it, because you do that so well, and because you have your muses and your ancestors and you, and you have this, this sphere and this circle that you've created, it makes your content really relatable to just about anyone. Do you, how do you feel about that? Do you agree? Um, you know, I actually do agree. And it is because of my older sister that I'm able to see this. My older sister, um, of course, Black woman. And um, she mentioned this to me after she had read the book when I was done with it, because she's also um, like my business partner. Um, I like, she's been my mentor since I've been 18. Like, um, and she read the material and she was like, Bernard, you wrote a body of work that connects with everyone. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, I feel like you can read this and not have to be black and queer and still get it. And you still understand, or you still are able to pick up pieces from your work and be like, ah, that resonates. Or, oh, I feel this. Or, oh, that might be me. Or this is me. Or you took the words out of my mouth. And I'm like, wow. And it made me very proud um, and happy and flattered and humbled, but at the same time, it made me inquisitive and I had to do some research and I had to do some digging. And I read my work again and I read my work and then I paid attention to what was going on in the world. And then I looked at the different facets of me and then I looked at the sides of me that are masculine, the sides of me that are feminine, the sides of me that are just um, unlabeled. Um, and that's just because they can't really be labeled. They're, they just are. Um, and then I had to look at 
what people were connecting to, what what part of my words or which of my words were they really resonating with. Um, I had to look at the comments that I was getting from people. And I would get comments from many of straight men who were like, bro, like I'm straight, like, you know, but for some reason, you know, you make me think, or I, I feel attracted to you for some reason, or um, this got me, you know, expanding my, 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 my process of thought or anything, you know? So since my sister mentioned that I tried to expand my eyes a little bit or open my eyes a little bit more so that way I could see this. And I have noticed that, yeah, I am really, I didn't realize, I don't know how I'm doing it though, to be honest with you. I don't know how. And this is where I have to give so much thanks to the divine, to my ancestors, you know, to the guidance that I receive, to the messages that come to me from the divine. Um, And although, yes, I'm an intuitive tarot reader, but, you know, like I, my messages, the messages that come to me come from the divine. So sometimes I'm reading my cards and I know the cards have a meaning, but I'm seeing something that's different than the meaning, or I'm seeing the card show me a picture or show me an image or tell me a story. And I'm telling a story based off of what I'm seeing from the cards and then also what's just coming into my head. Um, but I'm trusting that the message that's, that's being delivered to me is meant to help because that is also like what I pray for. That's the space that I try to create. And that's what I try to do with my art, um, is create that space. But I feel like I really am creating a space that is allowing people to see themselves and also to connect, um, how different we are with how similar we are at the same time. It's our differences that makes us so similar um, because our differences are merely just details, but the similarity is within our situation. Um, We could have all have gone through an abusive childhood, but the type of abuse, the details of the abuse, the way that it happened or transpired could be different. Um, But the abuse itself is similar. Um, And I think that many of us forget that our similarities don't need to be exact. Sometimes our similarity is just within the situation itself. Sometimes it's just within trauma. Um, And that's what I wanted to get out with this book. I wanted people to see Soaring Bird. And I wanted us to feel like we can take ourselves and soar higher than where we are now and not have to think about the, the heights that we can reach because nobody thinks of how high can a bird fly? Well, the bird is just going to fly. And unless you are that bird or unless you are you are a person who has the, the journey of whatever that bird is, that you're not going to necessarily know how, how high that bird is going to go because it could be on a plane that is different than just physical. So, you know, I wanted this book to take people's mind and allow them to go further than just the physical and be able to encompass the physical, the mental, the emotional, um, the spiritual and tie them all together and say, okay, hold on. There's a lot more similarities that I have with people that are around me, but I see them as different. But because I see them as different, I should probably also try to see the similarities that we have because then maybe the differences that they have within the similarities that we have could then shine on me um, things that are true about myself that I just didn't necessarily recognize because I was shunning differences and I didn't want to see certain things. But because I've allowed myself to be able to see their differences, I can now be able to see my differences and things about myself that I like that I didn't realize I liked before because I wasn't paying mm. attention to them. Yeah. And I mean, what better time than now for, you know what I mean? That kind of recognition. Um, I think it's important. I think it's definitely important. And yeah, I mean, if you don't want to buy the book at this point, um, I, don't, I don't know what else that we can say. This is 1000% worth checking out and uh, enjoying in, in bite-sized pieces all in one go. Um, 
enjoy it. Definitely, definitely enjoy it. Um, so I want to ask you, thank you, by the way, for talking about the title because yes, I didn't want to go into that. <laughs> so we've kind of like fully talked about the book from front to back. Um, but I do want to talk about what's what's going on. I mean, we've got, it's November mm-hmm. um, and December's coming and then we've got the new year. So what what will you be working on? What are you looking forward to? So, oh my God, to finish out my year, I want to end this year actually enjoying it. I've spent majority of this year focusing so much on the business aspect that I forgot to enjoy my motherfucking self. I have forgot to enjoy my damn self. I have forgot to have fun with the work that I'm doing. Um, I am pushing, you know, for myself to reach the collective. I'm pushing for myself to deliver the messages that are coming from the spirit realm, you know, to the collective. So that way I could help people evolve and grow as I evolve and grow. Um, because that's what we are all here to do for as long as we are in this, on this plane, you know, we are perfect in the spiritual realm. That's my belief. You know, so when we come down here, we're coming here to learn something. There's a purpose, there's a point. Um, and it's not about us. It's about the we, and I'm trying to put in my work for the we, and I have been putting that in, but I think that I've gotten to a space where I forgot to enjoy myself within the work that I'm doing for the we, and I want to enjoy myself. Um, Meaning that I am going to continue putting out, I'm currently working on um, an online series and um, it's three different volumes. I'll tell you that. Um, the two different volume names, I won't say, but the first volume name that has been, that has already um, come out and there are several poems that you can find for it. It's all on my Instagram. Um, but the, the first volume is called Exposed. And, um, this particular series is what I'm working on throughout the rest of the year. Um, and that is just because I want to expose parts of myself that I feel like need to be exposed, which also is for the collective. I'm not exposing myself for personal reasons. I'm exposing myself so that way people can be able, the, the divine is telling me, spirit's telling me that there are messages I need to get out to the world for people to see and hear and recognize and know that someone put out purposefully so that way they can see that it is okay for them to accept certain parts of themselves that they cannot accept for whatever reason that society tells them that they should be ashamed of it for. Um, so that's a lot of what this, 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 um, this series is. It's, ex- it's, it's going through that exploration. Um, and it's me allowing myself to be brave, but in a public landscape, because I'm really good at being brave in private. But if you can be brave in private, but not brave in the public, then how brave are you really? That is um, something that rings in my head. Um, and I say that only because if you're only bold enough to tell somebody how you truly feel in private, but you can't speak your honest truth in the public eye, then how much do you truly value those words? How much do you truly believe those words? How much do you truly live by those words? Um, and so there's a very short poem that I came up with. Um, and this poem actually came out in the matter of like minutes, less than 10 minutes. Um, and I was on the train when I wrote it. And it was um, a lot of my inspiration actually comes from me being out in New York in the train, um, walking the streets, um, seeing somebody else. And they... And they enlighten me on a message and the divine will give me a message through this person and how they're walking in their posture. And now I have a feeling on how I felt about something else. And then a poem will come out and I'm like, boom, that's the word. Um, But this particular poem, it's called No Cape. From the crown, the tip, top, I unzip down the nape of my neck to the slice in the cake. 
suit off unbaked, have escaped the confines of this shape. Step over the tape, outlined body the fake. I'ma help people be set free. No cake. I love it. Thank you. Um, I fumbled that last line a little bit, the, the second to the last line, but it's okay. Nonetheless, it's fine. I wanted to get that out. Um, but what I love the most about this poem is that like, I'm no cape. It's basically, it sums up, this poem sums up me and what I'm trying to do and who I am. I'm here to help the collective. I'm here to be my authentic self, my real self, my true self. I'm here to show that person to the world so that way I can try to inspire you to be that person too because I am imperfect. You're absolutely correct. And if you expected my my authentic person to be perfect, then you were already mistaken from the beginning, from your preconceived notion. So basically, I'm in a space where I want you to be able to understand that my true self is flawed and I'm presenting to you that flawed individual so that way you understand that I have room to grow as you have room to grow. But I'm here to grow along with you if you allow me to also grow in my own time as you will grow in yours. And no cape is, is, is me trying to say to you, I'm doing this with no cape because I don't need to stand out. I don't need for you to see me. I don't need you to recognize me. I don't need you to see me as this superhero figure, this divine, special, um, miraculous being that is unlike anybody else. I don't need you to see that because we are all unlike anybody else. All of us are different. All of us have a different color, a shape, a size, a hue, um, a tone, an exposure, um, a highlight, a shadow. We all have different variations of that, which is how we get our unique selves. So I am here, no cape, just a person here to help the collective in my shape, the, 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 the way that I am innately you know, however it evolves in the space or the time that it is, whether it's now, whether it's 10 years or 15 years, because the shape will change. But whatever shape that I am in, whoever I am in that moment, I'm here to help out the collective in the best way that I can provide and I can offer. Um, because I understand that it is about the we. And I understand that if I want you to present to me yourself unzipped from the crown, the tip, top, to the slice and the cake and take the suit off all of it and get out that hot ass suit, then I have to do the same. And if I want to, if I'm expecting that from you, if I want that from you, how can I want that from you if I'm not even willing to present it? Because what's to make you feel comfortable enough to do so? What if the key or the word or the password to unlock or open the door is, recipro- or is reciprocity in a similar fashion? And I know for me, truth looks like actions. So I would have to reciprocate that or I would want to reciprocate that in some fashion. And because I don't know you, I'm a reciprocate it in the way that I know how and in what aligns with me, which is through action. So I'm going to go ahead and take off my suit and approach you with a real person, a real being, a real individual. That's the action that I'm going, that I'm going to take. I'm going to step out of my suit, my bake suit that I'm so hot in because I stand in it all day pretending to be somebody that I'm not just so that way society can say that I'm okay. I'm going to step out that suit for you because I want you to step out your suit for me. But I feel and I believe and I trust that if I step out my suit, 
you will feel the authenticity flow from my bones and from my energy. And you'll be like, ah, all right, I feel safe here. I know I can do it too. Mm, yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. You bring up a really good point of, of you know, being authentic first and taking that step and leading by example. Um, and it's important in all of our relationships uh, to do that as, as best we can, you know, um, and, and, you know, being authentic burns. I think that's very fitting. Um, and ultimately it, it ties everything back together from the beginning of this conversation is that on that tip about authenticity. Um, it's so important. It's so important. And I love how authentic you are. And it does absolutely inspire other people. As I know you get a lot of comments, especially on TikTok, a lot of people um, saying things and resonating and, and, and really understanding it and, and getting it on d- totally different levels, you know, many different layers. And uh, it's, it's so beautiful to watch. And I'm excited to see what uh, 2021 brings you. And yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so, 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 so excited. So thank you. There's a lot of new stuff coming. There's a lot of new stuff coming. Um, That's all I got to say. I don't want to say anything more than that because spirit already told me that I spoke too much 2020. There's a lot of exciting new stuff I've been working on and I've just been keeping it hidden. Um, But we're getting lit in 2021. I just want you to know. And our self-love train is going to be OD. Um, you and I will talk and have a private conversation because this is something not for everybody else. It's very secretive, um, but it's happening. Yeah. It is. And I'm already ready. And again, right, when someone starts that train, you want to get on, but you have to start the train. And that helps people to want to get on, want to go with you, want to go in that direction, want to do what's right, want to go on their own journey, right? It's, it's, it's so, 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 it's so fun and cool and important and necessary. And I, I wish more people did it. Um, but, you know, we have who we have and I'm thankful for it. And I'm thankful that we crossed paths and that I, uh, I sparked a, a random conversation on IG Live that day and it's led us here. So, um, I mean, you know, it's only been a few months, but, you know, what could happen, right? The, the potentiality of it is, is wild. It's there. It's, um, limitless. So good. So we're going to go live on IG. We'll talk about it. We may, we may do a couple IG lives since I know you, you know how to use IG live. You like using IG live. I do. Yes. Yes. It's so fun. It's so fun. So we can do a couple of those and, um, and just talk more. We'll do some giveaways for you guys who are interested yes. uh, in the book. I will have some copies to give away um, in the next couple of days. So stay tuned for that. Um, and we'll we'll let you know how you can enter to, to that giveaway. It'll probably be some IG uh, stuff. So stay tuned. Make sure you're following my IG account, Whitney Danielle Co underscore and Network and Spill. Make sure you're following both. Uh, make sure you're following Authentic Burns on Instagram, on TikTok. Um, and we'll have some fun. We'll definitely have some fun. Make sure you grab a copy of the book, get some swag, um, enjoy some of the TikTok videos and learn something new, feel something new. Um, if this inspires you to journal or to be reflective, take some time off, enjoy yourself too, right? Take that time to enjoy the last couple of months we've got, uh, whatever this inspires you to do, I really think you should do it and tell us about it afterwards. So is there anything else that you want to add as we close out here? Anything um, on your mind or on your heart? Um, yes. 
I would actually love to say some things that are on my heart here. Um, the first thing that I definitely want to say to anyone that is listening to this is the most beautiful thing in this world that you can ever offer is your authentic self for the simple fact that each of us have a different gem. The creator themselves were so over being by themselves that they created everything else. Trees, turtles, plants, leaves, people, different types of people, different colors, shapes, sizes, hues. Again, like there is, each of us do have a unique something to offer, even if it's something so minuscule, but it it doesn't uh, diminish the fact that it is still different nonetheless. And it is those differences that make us all so beautiful. Because when you look at a puzzle, every puzzle piece has to be different for if they were all the same, they would not fit, but it is each different puzzle piece that creates such a beautiful picture. So allow yourself to appreciate the part of you that is of this beautiful picture because we need you for if we didn't have you, then we don't have this beautiful picture. We're missing a piece. So we need you as you, not a version of you that is of someone else, but we want you understanding that you have multifaceted sides of you. Yes, sure. There are many different sides. There are many different colors. I get it. But the part of you that is the most pure, that is a person that I want you to ultimately get to know. So that way, when you dress it in all of its different outfits that it likes to wear, you ultimately know what the base is, though. And that's the person that you present and you let it flourish and you let it develop and dress itself up and um, explore as it might, um, but understand and love the true essence of the being that it is in its innate form and its truest form because we need it. It's a part of the puzzle. We really do. Yeah. And there's so many things I think people can do to draw that inspiration and to find that inspiration. And, um, you know, as they say, the, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I feel like a lot of times, I think there's an artist version of that too, where it's like when the, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it's like you'll when you're ready. You'll, when the you'll students get. ready, the art. The, when the, when the students ready, the teacher appears or something like that. No, I know what you're talking about though, because <laughs> it's 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 something. It has to do with the crazy thing is it has to do with turning the story back to the person of who it's about. It's putting responsibility back on the person who's having the thought. So it's like, if you want to move forward in life and you feel like you're ready to move forward in life, then why don't you act as if you're already moving forward in life? So that way the divine knows, the creator knows, God knows, whoever it is that you pray to knows that you're ready. That's the mindset that you're in. That's the thought process that you're in. So that way you can go ahead and get to that space. So that way you, that's your way of letting them know, Hey, I'm being, I'm so ready that I'm already acting as if they're already here. So can you send them if you haven't already? So that way I can get done what I need to get done because obviously I've already shown you that I'm ready and I'm moving in the way that um, showing you that I'm that um, that I'm ready for this to come into fruition. I don't think that a lot of us realize that sometimes what happens in life is we get put through different lessons and we don't. 
it's not even a lesson, but we get put through different situations. And this situation will determine which path that we go down. And then we start realizing that we're making left turns or we're making other turns that are not necessarily aligning with the direction that we want to go down. So we're wanting to start a new business, but we're making turns that are steering away from starting this new business and going down a pathway that's going to teach us other lessons, but we're still going to get to this business. It's just a scenic route. And the thing is, if we were really ready for that business, then we would have been making decisions that were bold enough to take us directly to that business, but we weren't ready yet. So we started making choices that was leading us down a path way that was more scenic because we were a little bit more scared. So we need to see more things and get feel a little bit more pretty experience before we got to the pathway of starting that business. But if you want a more direct approach, then act more directly. But if you are getting a more indirect approach, it's most likely going to be because of the fact that you're taking more indirect decisions or you're following that indirect path, which more so aligns with, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm a little bit fearful. I'm not sure. I'm not certain. So I'm going to go this way. I don't know where that message came from, but that felt very divine and it felt like I needed to say it. Yes. And it's crazy because it literally ties back to what we started the conversation off talking about, which, you know, taking that step of faith, taking that leap of faith, walking out um, and hoping for the best, right? With the intention that you're going to go after what you want, even though it may be scary. We literally talked about that, the yellow brick road, following the yellow brick road, even if literally the bricks appear as you walk. Right. Um, That's what we talked about in the beginning. So this literally is full circle. A couple of things, a few of the things we've talked about actually now have been full circle. So um, I love when that happens. Again, it is not by accident. So I hope that somebody, I know somebody got something, but I hope that you get something and that you feel called to share. Um, Definitely tag us on social media. Definitely let us know what your favorite moment was, which are your favorite poems you love the most. If you've got the book already, um, what you're hearing that you love or what speaks to you the most or whatever, just share with us, keep us in the loop. Um, This is not just a, you know, one-on-one or a, you know, him and I conversation. This is a group conversation, right? Um, And it's important to include all voices. So um, thank you for that. Thank you for that. I'm excited to go live on IG. So again, make sure you're following us. We're going to go live. We'll do a recap. We'll answer any questions you might have. Um, And yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Yay. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's going to be a blast. I'm excited for this live that we're going to do because I feel like the live is going to be awesome, especially because they'll get to see both of us as well. Um, And I've already mentioned this to you before, but there's something about your energy and I still haven't pegged it yet. I don't know what it is, but there's something about your energy that is very inviting. And I keep telling you that you're going to go somewhere and I don't know where it is. And I feel like there's a hump or something that you'll eventually work through. But I think there's a, there's a work through moment here for you. Um, But I see you being massive. You, there's something about your energy that connects to people. Um, and it makes, it creates an environment of, 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 of comfort, of, um, of, of blue, um, of, I feel safe, of, um, you're listening. It feels like you're listening. That's what it is. It feels like you're listening. And it's funny because I looked at the timer and the timer was like one, one hour, 11 minutes, one second. And I was like, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And thank you. Thank you. I am, I'm definitely, one of my goals is to be inviting because I, I know what it's like to not be invited. I know what it's like to feel 
um, not included and it sucks. And one of the things I like to do is to try to open that door to leave the door open, right. And to have these conversations and include people, because like you said, it, it really does make a difference. Each person makes a difference. And so if we're here and we're just, you know, excluding folks, um, or excluding voices or excluding ideas or whatever, it limits us and no one wants to be limited. So, by, the, by opening that door, by having these conversations, by inviting people in, it really does warm up the space. I mean, imagine if you never had anybody over your apartment or your house, or you never invited, you never went out with anyone anywhere. Like it would be, it would be lonely. And um, I know in the times that we're in, it can get very lonely. And uh, my goal is to be caring, right? To be open, to be authentic, right? <laughs> as hard as that may be sometimes. Um, I found the value in being authentic. I mean, we could do an entire episode on authenticity because it is so challenging for folks. Um, yes. I'm someone who's been, I've tried my best to be authentic for a long time because it felt natural and it felt way less um, restrictive and no one likes to be restricted. I mean, imagine if you had to wear a bra all day long or like underwear that were too tight all day long. That's what I feel like not being authentic literally feels like. Um, but like from a personality perspective, it sucks. No one wants to do that. No one wants to do that. And so when we learn how to be more authentic and how to be more of our true selves, even if that changes right from moment to moment or week mm -hmm. to week or, you know, whatever, and we go with that flow, it feels so much better. It's so much better, but there are always going to be moments where it's hard. It's hard, especially in the workplace, especially as black women, especially as people who are trying to show up in spaces where we're maybe not the majority. It is difficult um, as a constant struggle, but it is a necessary one. And um, it's part of being brave and it's part of showing up uh, as, as like you, right. As truly you, which was kind of the reason why you were here in the first place. So yes, I love talking about authenticity. I love that you talk about it so much and I love that you emphasize it and that you lead by example. So yes, thank you for saying that. I will have to do a reading together too. So if people want to do a reading with you, uh, how can they, how can they get signed up for that? Or are you doing them right now? Um, I am doing personal readings. I more so do them, um, by spirit. So if spirits like go ahead and do a reading for them, let's do it. Um, then I will go along with it just because there are sometimes where spirits like, um, I'm picking up an energy here. Let's not really go along with this. Um, but if they message, if you want to do a reading with me, message me on Instagram, authentic burns. Um, and I will go ahead and send you my availability. I'll send you my rates and stuff as well. Um, and then we can go from there based off of what I send you. Um, but yes, also I do want to mention this when we do our live, I'm so hyped, but I would love, because you mentioned something today, um, that I would love to touch up on, which is black women. I love black women so, so much. Um, and I appreciate black women a lot. Um, and one of the poems that I talk about within my book speaks about my gender. Um, and speaks about gender, like just in general, like a little piece of it, if you will. Um, however, me being an individual who is non-binary, I respect Black women and the struggle that they go through. And me being a person who also feels like I have not um, been here just one time. This is, you know, my spirit has been here several times before. I do feel like my energy in itself is that of femininity. Um, However, I don't, I don't consider myself to be transgender. Um, I consider myself to be just non-binary. I'm just of the spectrum. Um, 
I don't identify with male. I don't identify with female. I just feel like I am somewhere in, um, there's a mix of me of that. Um, and I encompass it all, but I would love to read an article that I wrote to black women, which is kind of also like a poem that I wrote to black women. But I feel like there's, there's a lot of messages when I speak about black women in general that come from the divine. Um, and it's as if that they want me to, um, shed light on things that they have been thinking about, that they have been uncertain about because it hasn't been solidified anywhere enough for them to believe it. Um, but I understand what it feels like to be the part of the collective that's held down the most. Um, so you feel like when you think of a certain thing or you, or your mind goes to a certain place, um, that it's automatically wrong or it's incorrect, or you have to shun it out or put or push it away. Um, but yeah, so on the live, I would love to talk more about Black women and how I see y'all and messages that come to me for Black women in that part of the collective. Mm, it sounds like we may have to do episodes in the future. Something, something, we'll do something in 2021 for sure and um, have a, a whole list of, I mean, honestly, we could talk for ever. We really could. And we have so many things that we could talk about. And I just feel like the ebb and flow is there and it's, it's so much fun talking to you. So we will do that on IG. Um, you know, I have two accounts. I've got the Whitney Danielle co account and I have the network and spill account. So, and then you've got your account so we can go live and talk about all kinds of stuff, um, and, and plug that and get people from different accounts, you know, kind of tuning in and, and spreading those messages and, you know, people, the right people will show up and they'll hear it and the replays will be there. And, um, I can post the replays um, onto my IGTV, and so can you, and we can have those there for people to come back to. Oh, that rhymed. I finally rhymed. I was wondering if that was going to happen. I was wondering if it was going to happen. It did. It finally did. Um, but yes, we will go live. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, and you guys, please reach out if you have any questions. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely get somebody with an iPhone go into the Apple podcast app, leave a five-star review and say how great you think the show is, how great you think the guests are and the content and whatever inspires you or whatever, just write something fun or nice or funny, you know, and that it makes my day. It really, 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 really does whenever I go on there and I see the new reviews. So um, that's it. I think that's it. Are you ready to go live next week? I am. I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Um, Me too. And if you're listening to this in the future, um, go into the IGTV like queue and and check out the IG live that happened because I know it's going to be good and there might be more than one. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And thank you so much for being here, Bernard. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. I had a fantastic time and I hope that anybody listening also had a great time. Yay. All right. Well, good night and uh, I'll see you soon. Have a good night.